Hi everyone. Um, I'm going to talk about fear. So I want to read something that the Lord had showed me, um, I don't know, eight months ago that um, I really have been thinking about the last couple days, just some things that he spoke to me on. Um, so I'm, I am going to share on fear. Sarah, say hi, Sarah. Hello. Sarah is filming me right now. Um, but I just thought that this was just for me life changing. And, um, it has been something that I've taught, um, at Arise before, but right now the big topic that everyone is trying to encourage each other with is fear. And so, um, you know, being a inner healing and deliverance minister, um, of course, you know, something that goes through my heart consistently is wanting to help people that are, um, a being tormented by fear or just, you know, this is something that's in the atmosphere. This is something that we're looking at online um, with comments or things that, that people are saying or just the times that we're in right now. And so I just wanna be encouraged, um, encourage you today um, with what God has spoke to me about. And so I'm gonna read um, a little bit out of Gideon. Um, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit about that and do some ministry, but if you read in Judges 6, this is Gideon um, verse 6. I'm going to start there. Oh, I'm sorry. Verse 1, chapter 6. Okay. So it says, The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of the Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in the mountain cliffs, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites... The Alamakites and the Eastern people invaded the country. Give me one minute. I'm going to be taking sips of water because I've been sick. So it hurts to read sometimes. <laughs> um, so the, um, the Eastern peoples invaded the country. So verse 4, they camped on the land and run the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts, and it was impossible to count them or their camels, and they invaded the land to ravage it. Midian, Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. So I want you to get this picture of um, where the Israelites are you know, one, spiritually, but also two, um, where they're at physically. And so you have Israel that are um, so terrified and being um, so tormented by their enemy that it says that their stronghold was in the mountains. So you've got the Israelites running into the cliffs of the mountains. It says that's their, that was their stronghold. That was their form of safety. And that's interesting to me because, you know, did you know that a stronghold could be good or bad? And sometimes we just recognize strongholds as being a stronghold of fear, a stronghold of um, perversion, or a stronghold um, of heaviness and rejection. But um, we can also have a good stronghold. And when God is our stronghold um, and we hide in him, if him being our protection um, is really the place that we need to be. But in the time of the Israelites where they were at that moment and spiritually it doesn't say that God was their stronghold in fact it says that they gave themselves to um, being in sin 
it says in verse 1 that they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And so I don't know what they did. It doesn't say. But all I know is, is where they were spiritually, that their stronghold was in the cliff of the mountain and not in their God. And so here they are in this place where their enemy is coming in and they're ravaging. They're taking everything from them. Everything that they would work for that year, that they, their enemy would come in and completely take it and leave nothing for them. And that's where they were. And they were so scared that they would hide away. So verse 7, I'm going to start reading again. It says, When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of the Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the, the hand of your, all your oppressors. Not just one or two. It says all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God, and do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. So there you go. That's what they did. They had other idols. They they were worshiping other things. They were they were putting God um, in another place in their hearts, and they were putting other things above him. And so the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak that belonged to Joash, where um, his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. So there you go, Gideon's threshing wheat in a wine press. And when the angel of the Lord appeared in Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Verse 13 says, Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? I love this. I love this part, and I'll tell you why. Because what the Lord had told me when he was speaking to me about Gideon was Gideon didn't know who he was. Listen to this. He says, where, where, all, where are all the wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, go in strength. You have, it says, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Verse 15, it says, pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in, the, in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. Now listen here. In verse 12, the Lord appeared to Gideon and said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. <laughs> and I love this because so many times in my life have I thought, I am the weakest of my clan. Do you not even know me, Lord? Do you not see how weak I am? Do you see all of my sin or the things I haven't done or the things I haven't believed or the things I haven't been obedient in? And here Gideon is scared and his stronghold is in the cleft of the mountain and his people have turned from the Lord, have sinned. And God shows up and he, get, he begins to speak to Gideon's heart and begins to tell Gideon who he is. And I love that about God. I, I just want you to sit for a minute and I want you to think about all of the things in your mind and all of the things in your heart that you say about yourself. Pay attention to the words that have been going through your mind in the past week, in the past two days, in the past 24 hours. What are, what are the things that you have felt weak in? You know, I'm not a good enough mother, or I can't protect my family. 
or I'm all alone, or I'm lonely, or nobody loves me. All of the things that the enemy says to us. And I just want to point out that we have a God that is so good. He showed up to Gideon and he spoke into Gideon's soul. He spoke into his identity and he said, you are a warrior. And so here Gideon is thinking, you, you know, <laughs> who do you think I am, Lord? I, I'm weak. I'm this. I come from a, a bloodline that, that, you know, is it known for being strong? And I just want you to know, and we know this story, so I'm not going to go through the whole story, but I just want you to know that, um, that no matter what the enemy is telling you right now, no matter what fear he's using, I just want to remind you right now to, to when you got saved, to when your life changed, to when you began to see God, I want you to remember who he is. I, I heard the Lord this morning say, Tia, you know who I am. Who am I? And I thought, Lord, what a funny question. Why are you asking me this? I do know who you are. And he said, tell my people to remember who I am. And when you remember who he is, you remember who the God you serve. You remember the God that came to Gideon and that spoke into a man that said, I am the least of these and used him and 300 men to go out and conquer an enemy that was too large to count, that were thousands of thousands, that had had them in the stronghold of a cleft of a rock. <laughs> that he is so kind and he is so loving that he shows up to a people who were not seeking him, who had turned their back, who had turned their back and they had cried out to the Lord and there he is. And so I, I just want to encourage you to remember the God that we serve. And when you remember the God that you serve, you remember the truth of who he is and how loving he is and how strong he is and how powerful he is and how faithful he is. You begin to remember who you are in him. And let me tell you, friends, that is so important when a spirit of fear is coming against a society, coming against a nation, coming against a city, coming against a people. That when we know who we serve, and when we know who we are in him, everything changes. Everything changed for Gideon and his people. And I just want to encourage you in this time right now that if you are being tormented, especially, listen, <laughs> I've been sick for three weeks, sitting in my room, not being able to work, not being able to go anywhere. And let me tell you, it gets lonely. And when you are isolated, and when you're not allowed to do your normal things that keep you busy, that keep your mind busy, especially if you've been alone and you live by yourself, these are the times I want you to be aware that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But that is not the scary part. He is not the scary part. What, what the part that we have to remember is knowing the strategy of the enemy, is understanding the battle. And when we understand the battle and we remember who he is, who we worship, who God is to you, to us, then we begin to be able to think and focus and think more clearly because the truth is what sets us free. And so I just wanted to encourage you that right now with all of the fear in the atmosphere, with the, the fear of not knowing what's going on and not understanding what's going on and having to um, go get supplies and having to, I mean, this has wrecked our daily life, hasn't it? 
And, and I, I believe that Gideon, Gideon, that the Israelites in this chapter in, in Judges 6, this is the way they felt. Their whole life had been changed. Their whole life had been shifted. And the enemy had come in and would ravage their whole life over and over and over again. And thank God that at some point they cried out to the Lord. And guess what? Guess what, people of God? He showed up because he's faithful. And so we have a church right now that is crying out to God. We have a church. We have intercessors. We have leaders. We have prophets. We have people all over the world right now that are coming together and praying. But they are praying to a God that is faithful. And he is faithful, friends. He is faithful while you are in your living room. He is faithful when you're in your bedroom sick. He is faithful when there's an epidemic. He is faithful. And so I just wanted to remind you of who you are. I wanted to speak into you and remind you of who God is that we serve. Who is the God that we serve? He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is God. That he that is in me is greater than he that is of this world. And so when we begin to partner with truth, it's really hard for fear to be able to get a foothold in us. And so if this speaks to you, if you feel like you've been trying to hide and, and like Gideon, trying to press wheat in a wine press, trying to hide in the cleft of the mountain, and it, you feel like the enemy has really been trying to come in to this place where um, you haven't been able to get out and do anything, you haven't been around your friends, and you've had a really hard time, um, and you don't have to be ashamed because many, many, many of us are having to remind ourselves, having to remind us who we are and who he is. Um, I don't want you to be ashamed about that. Um, this is the time when when things begin to shift. You know, revival always comes out of a place of, of people of God that come together and begin to repent for their sin and begin to open up their hearts. And revival begins to, to breed and build up inside of us. And it's it's contagious. And the Lord begins to move in that. And I just want to encourage you that right now is a time where the enemy will lie to you and tell you that you are weak, like he did Gideon, and that you can't do anything in this moment. You can't do anything in this epidemic, that you are isolated, that you are alone, or that you are afraid. And I just want to say, people of God, that is not who you are. That is not who you are. And I want to remind you who you are, and I want to remind you of who he is, and, and I hope that strengthens your soul. And I know that this was a word that God, God came and began to speak to me about this morning. And um, even in the midst of me processing through what is going on and processing through um, the reality of, of the nation right now. And, um, and I just am so thankful that he's faithful. And so um, if you have been dealing with fear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you through a fear prayer that you can pray, please, along with me. Um, and I want to remind you that and it's not the, the prayer necessarily that is, um, that is uh, powerful. It is your authority and partnering with truth and partnering with what the truth of God says that makes this prayer powerful. So I want to encourage you right now to rise up and we're going to pray through this fear. We're going to break this fear off of you in the name of Jesus. He will not torment you. He will not cause you to feel weak because you are a strong warrior. 
people of God, just as God spoke to Gideon that day, that you are a strong warrior. I'm speaking to you that you are a strong warrior, that the church is a strong warrior, that we are God's people. And he is loving and he is faithful and he is with us. He is right here with us. So repeat this prayer after me. Let's deal with any stronghold of fear or any torment of fear that would be um, trying to come in and get a foothold or trying to torment you right now. So let's repeat this. Heavenly Father, I repent for not trusting you and for allowing the spirit of fear to operate in my life. I repent and renounce the stronghold of fear and its manifestations and its fruit. I renounce a spirit of fear, a critical spirit, untrusting and doubt, worry and unbelief. I renounce anxiety, stress, panic attacks, migraines, torment and horror, terrors and nightmares. I renounce fear of the dark, fear of the light, fear of not having enough, fear of having lack, fear of being alone, fear of being isolated, fear of being controlled. I renounce fear of heart attack, fear of death, death to myself, death to my family. I renounce that, the fear of death. I renounce you. I renounce the fear of terrorism, the fear of riots, the fear of the police, the fear of the government, the fear of anything, anything that, that is coming to your, your mind right now. I want you to renounce that. Those are lies. I renounce... Fear of men, fear of relationships, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of molestation and rape, fear of authority, fear of saying no, fear of failure. I renounce fear of food, fear of not having food. I renounce all fear of hurt and abuse in the name of Jesus. I renounce a hermit and recluse spirit. I renounce an alone spirit. I renounce all phobias. I renounce an unhealthy fear of God. I renounce the fear of not having fear in Jesus name. Fear you are not my friend. You are not my comforter. You are not my protector. I renounce you and I break your hold on my life. From this moment forward in Jesus name, I renounce you and I declare I am not afraid I declare right now in Jesus' name that you are not afraid. I command fear in the name of Jesus that is in the atmosphere that is tormenting you. Fear of being alone, fear of authority, fear of not having enough, fear of death. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. You will not torment them. You will not lie to them. In Jesus' name, you have no place. We have the blood of Jesus over us. The blood of the lamb is over us. We have been bought and paid for by the blood of the lamb. So we declare that he that is in me is greater than he that is of this world. So I command all fear to go in Jesus name. Right now, all of it goes. Every lie that is that's partnered with fear. I break your power and I speak truth. I speak the truth of God over you right now. I speak in you life. I speak life that's in the blood, life that's the hope and the life right now that's in the blood of Jesus. I speak into you that you are a warrior, that you are chosen, that you are accepted, that you are loved. I speak the love of God that bought you, that bought you on the cross, that liquid love of God that was sacrificed just for you, that he chose you, he set you apart and he put you in your mother's womb. 
that you are born and you are here for such a time as this. All fear of death has to go. All fear of death right now. Every single fear of death that's come through media, every single fear of death that's come through the news, that's come through Facebook, that's come through all of the things that we set our eyes on. I command it to go in Jesus' name, and I declare that in him we have life. I declare that he is the author of life, and I declare he is trustworthy, he is faithful. So, Friends, I speak to you right now. I speak to your heart and I declare in Jesus' name that Jesus loves you, that you are set apart, that I speak life and hope into you in the name of Jesus. And I declare that you are a warrior and that you are strong and mighty because you are in him, that you are covered by the shadow of the wing, the most high wing in Jesus' name, that he loves you, that he wants to protect you, that he wants to speak to you right now. He wants to be with you. He wants to be in an intimate place with you. Use this time to be with him. Use this time to let him speak into your identity, to let him speak life into you. I speak this over you in the name of Jesus. I command all fear to go to a dry and arid place right now in Jesus' name. And I just want to encourage you, friends, right now that God can use you, that he can bless you. I've had, um, <laughs> I've had so many people um, wanting to talk about God right now, um, wanting to people that weren't interested in God. Now they're interested in God and they want to know who is the God that you serve. They want to know, Tia, why are you not afraid? I had a friend of my daughter say, why are you not afraid? Who is this Jesus? Why is your mom not afraid? Why, why, why are you so comfortable where you're at right now with what's going on? And I was able to share the gospel with her. I was so excited to be able to speak about my Jesus, to be able to speak about my God because he is faithful. So friends, I pray in Jesus name that Lord, you would use them that you would use them to spread the love and the good news of the gospel. Father, we thank you for the, this time right now. Bring people to us. Bring people to us that are afraid, that, that the enemy has tried to lie to, so that we can be a part of setting them free, so that we can be a part of bringing them into the kingdom of God. Father, use us in this time, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I hope that helps. I hope that is a blessing to you. If you um, would like anything, um, you, you have questions or there's anything you want to discuss, we're going to go live on Monday. We will be sending out um, uh, some kind of, Sarah, what is it? A notification. Like a of notification time. of time mm -hmm. where we'll do question and answers. And we want to pray for you. Uh, we are here for you. And we're in this together, friends. And we love you. And we just um, can't wait to talk to you on Monday. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.